All right, good everybody. It's Emar Sub Two. Welcome to another edition of Gridiron Blitz. We're going to preview Week Eleven of this upcoming week of the NFL season. I guess that sounds right. And that's what we're going to do: is review or preview the upcoming week of action in the NFL. That's what we were trying to say. Uh, but thanks for joining us for the show. We're recording this on November sixth, nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. Thanksgiving is uh, less than a week away, man. So the regular season is grinding along in the NFL, and we have some thoughts on what's been going on in that world and some other things in the world of football. As always, follow everything that we do. Head to the mothership, the sportsinquire.net, premier cipher news and notes in the world of sports. You can also go to our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Do a search on there for a Sports Inquirer. That's all in word. You do a search on there, and you will be able to keep track of everything that we have going on. Uh, we don't only cover just the NFL. We cover the world of college athletics. We have a lot of stuff on Georgia State football and volleyball, also Georgia Tech and Georgia. So we do a lot of college athletics as well. We're going to start picking up our coverage of the NBA and college basketball because that is picked up as well, and that started up. So make sure you go to the site to keep track of all the stuff we have going on there. You can also go to our audio and video host, such as YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You go on those sites, you search for the Sports Inquirer, and you'll be able to keep track of all that we have going on there as well. I highly recommend subscribing to us because I know for myself with other platforms, other media hosts that I follow and sites, it's tough sometimes to go every day just checking the site every day to see if they have anything going on. So a good way is you subscribe, you get an alert, however you want to receive it, so that you know when a new episode is up or new content, you do a, you get it on your phone or your tablet or your computer, however you want to do it, and you get a quick update of everything that's going on. So I highly recommend that when I do it for others, that you should do it for us. So that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, but going on to the NFL this year, not a good year picking games this season. Last week, we actually did not do picks. I had a lot going on, so technically I did not uh, do picks. No, actually, I did picks. I take that back. I have to do my updates. What's that? Yeah, week 11, not available. Yeah, I did picks. Uh, last week, I was... It was a losing record. I'll put it that way. Uh, but right now, on oh no, a week nine, I take that back. Yeah, we didn't do week 10. We didn't do week 10 games because uh, I was busy. But week nine, I was five, seven, and one. So overall this season, we're 59, 75, and three. You see that in a breakdown of the week to weeks and the, uh, the, the written portion of where, however you're watching or listening to us. You can see it on there. Uh, but yeah, seven, 59, 75, and three is uh, pretty pathetic as far as picks go. It's just I have a, had a hard, I've had a hard read of, be, of predicting games this season. I do well as far as who's going to win the actual game. And I wish I kept track of that since the beginning of the year, just straight up wins and losses. But we do it against the line. And that line uh, really throws a lot of curveballs to you when you're trying to make the predictions. Uh, but, yeah, it's just not very good. But it's fun to do them. Don't use any real money on this. At least I don't. You can do it for money if you listen to us and want to get recommendations. But yeah, I don't gamble with money. That that's a losing proposition for me. And as you see with my record, I'd be really in the 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 dark or really in the hole if I really put some real money on these things. But we do it for fun, just for purposes of picking games out. I did win last night's game. I picked New England to 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 win that contest by the Atlanta Falcons. They covered pretty easily. We're based in Atlanta, Georgia. If this is your first time listening or watching us, so I get up close picture of Atlanta and after last week's game 
at Dallas, only scoring three points, I knew that the Falcons were in trouble. And when you got the report that Cordell Patterson, who's been their best offensive player this year, he was a scratch. He was unavailable to go. That was a bad situation. You knew Kyle Pitts was not going to be able to be productive against the Patriots defense. And the Patriots turning themselves their top five, I believe, in the in the league in scoring and in total defense. So they're one of the top defenses in the entire NFL. So when you come into that contest against the Falcons, who are limited offensively, Kyle Pitts a rookie, but he's really their biggest offensive threat. No Patterson, uh, no Calvin Ridley. He is still out uh, dealing with uh, mental health issues. Uh, so the reality is they just do not have a bad offensive line. That was a bad recipe for the the Falcons. They actually played okay defensively. I know they end up giving 20 plus points at the end of the contest, but they kept the Falcons in the contest throughout, at least until the third quarter. And then it, you know, fell apart for them, especially when you threw that pick six by Josh Rose. And that was, that was the end of it. But I thought the Falcons played well defensively. They didn't get beat deep. They just do. And when they time, one time that they did try to throw deep or throw more than 20 yards, uh, AJ Terrell picked the ball off of Mac Jones, who, it's hard to read Mac Jones. He's quality quarterback. He's a rookie, but he throws so many short passes. And to give credit to him, it is hard to throw short passes. But if they don't throw the ball down the field, they play elite defense. They run the ball okay. A lot of short passes don't put the ball in danger. So while other rookie quarterbacks, and we'll get to them as we go through our predictions, like Justin Fields, like Trevor Lawrence, uh, lack of Mac. Uh, well, Trey Lance really hasn't played too much, but Zach Wilson, with those guys who were picked ahead of Mac Jones, they're in situations where they're required to do more of the heavy lifting for their offense. And I'm not saying that Jones is not a good quarterback, but I think that he finds himself in a extremely great position as a rookie quarterback. First of all, he's coached by maybe the greatest head coach in history of professional football with Bill Belichick. You have excellent offensive coordinator in Josh McDaniels. You have stability. You have a lead organization that knows what they're doing, just structured. And he's gotten there. He's performed very well. Uh, but I still think that guys like Lawrence and Fields, who I've seen from them, their futures can be just as productive, maybe even more than Mac Jones. Now, Jones may win more games, because, he, especially initially in their careers, because he's in a better situation, because Jacksonville was a mess. And Chicago has some issues of its own. The Jets with Zach Wilson, he's hurt already. And the Jets are a mess as well. So they're in, in some bad spots. Uh, but I think that with, you got to give credit to the Patriots and give credit to Mac Jones, that they have taken advantage of their situations. They play a very efficient, error-free style of football that's going to win you the majority of the games. And now they find themselves, I think, a playoff team. And the AFC is a jumbled mess right now. Not a bad mess, but just a lot of teams with six to seven wins. That And no one's really distinguished themselves uh, beyond everyone's had their hiccups. So can New England make the Super Bowl? I don't know about that. I like some other teams, specifically Kansas City and Baltimore and Tennessee, more than New England and Buffalo as well. Buffalo is my preseason NF, preseason pick to make Super Bowl ID AFC. I, I'm sticking by that. I like those teams a little bit more, but is there no – is would it be surprising to see the Patriots in the playoffs, maybe even contend for a division title? Not at all. Uh, so that, but that, shutting out the Falcons, good win, but it's not a win that you makes them Super Bowl contenders. But they're in the post. I think they'll be a postseason team, and if you can do that, 
that puts you in a position to be in the Super Bowl. So that was a good win by New England so far in week 11 of the season. Uh, New England, uh, speaking of the Bills, who are going to be the biggest nemesis to the Patriots as far as winning the a- AFC East, they host Indianapolis on Sunday, minus seven. I think the Bills win this contest by more than seven points. I know they have that really bad performance against Jacksonville, losing a six to three, nine to six, I believe, but didn't score a touchdown against Jacksonville and lost that contest. That's not very good. And that's the hiccup. Each team has a hiccup in their schedule uh, this season. Uh, but I think Buffalo gets home. Uh, they're, they're still, I think, one of the top teams in the AFC. I think they win this contest. I don't say pretty handily, but more than seven points. Now, the Colts are an interesting team as well because we thought that with Derrick Henry going down for the Titans, this was an opening for the Colts to compete in the AFC South. That has not happened at all. Tennessee has won their last two games without Derrick Henry and are rolling along. And once it's improved, you knew that once he got acclimated to being back with, with the Frank Wright, at his former officer coordinator at Philadelphia, now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, he would improve his play. If he can stay healthy and limit turnovers, which are you know, two big tasks, he could be a very solid NFL quarterback. And we're starting to see that from Wentz, but I still think Buffalo is the better team. Baltimore Ravens are a four and a half point favorite at, on the road at Chicago. I'm taking the Bears plus four and a half. I think the Ravens can still win this contest. But I like what I've seen from Justin Fields. It hasn't related necessarily in the win and loss uh, record, but I thought he played very well against uh, Pittsburgh a few weeks ago at Pittsburgh. And you're starting to see some evolution from him. As I said, I think he's was thrown in a very tough spot with the Chicago Bears. And I, I said, I don't think he hasn't looked as good as Mac Jones. Someone say he hasn't looked as good as Trevor Lawrence. But I think he brings a, a nice athleticism to the quarterback position. And I think he's going to give the Ravens some trouble. I think ultimately the Ravens do win this contest because I think Lamar Jackson, and when a lot of these contests, you go with the better quarterback. And Lamar's a better quarterback than Justin Fields right now. No one would argue that. Uh, but I think that the, the Bears can move the ball down the field a little bit against the Ravens defense, which I think is a little overrated. And I think that the Bears defense can limit some of those big plays from the Ravens offense. So I think the Ravens win this contest, but it's not going to be by four and a half points. The Cleveland Browns are 11 half point favorite at home against Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit plus 11 and a half. I, the Browns, I think, still win this contest, but something's not right with the, with the I want to say the, so the Ravens, the former Browns franchise back in Cleveland. They moved and all that stuff. But the Browns, I think that Baker Mayfield's not right. And I don't want to hear injuries as an excuse with him as far as he has a, a torn labrum and a cracked shoulder blade and all this other stuff on his not throwing shoulder. Look, he is what he is. When he was completely healthy, quote unquote, he was still producing pedestrian numbers as far as the quarterback position. You look at that roster, solid defense, tremendous defensive line, multiple Pro Bowl offensive linemen. I know Kareem Hunt and and Nick Chubb at wide rec- at a running back have been out. And I know dealing with the Odell Beckham situation, he's now out of, you can't blame him anymore. People are saying, oh, it's Odell's fault that Baker Mayfield is not completing more than 60% of his passes. And it wasn't all. Now, Odell has his own issues, and we'll get to the Rams in a moment. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, he's not a good quarterback. He's a solid quarterback. He's already been lapped by two quarterbacks in the same draft class. 
Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Those two are way better than Mayfield. And Mayfield wants a 40 plus million dollars a year, which is probably the the contract number that you're looking at. Not at all. Doesn't surprise me that Jay Glazier and other NFL insiders are saying that the Browns are looking at their options. You have to look at your options at that position because Mayfield is just not it. And I think that that's going to continue to be exposed against the Lions. Now, they're winning, they'll beat the Lions. They should beat the Lions. The Lions, and I know they had a nice tie, I'd say nice tie by, by Lions standards, against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. But uh, overall, just the Lions are not a very good team. They play hard. You got to give them that. They're playing hard for Campbell, they're, they're the head coach, but not a very good squad. But I think that they... The, the hard they, the way they play, their strong effort, combined with the Browns' just offensive issues, mainly because of Mayfield, that this makes it a single-digit contest. I think even into the fourth quarter, and I'm banking on that because I, ha- I have the Browns winning, but not by 11 and a half. Tennessee Titans, 10 and a half point favorite at home against Houston. I take the Titans, maybe the best team in the NFL, maybe the best team in the AFC. I know Derrick Henry not being there in their offense. They're doing it with smoke and mirrors right now because even with the Brown and Julio Jones on the outside, none of them have, they haven't really used them completely correctly, if that makes sense. Uh, But I still think the the Texans are the worst team in the NFL. I think even worse than Jacksonville. Uh, So it's it's a complete mess going on at the Texans. When you see this number, Houston on the road, you just take the points, even if it's 10 and a half. I take the Titans to win this contest. This is a tricky contest to pick. Green Bay is a one and a half point favorite on the road at Minnesota. I'm taking the Vikings to maybe outright win this contest. Look, the Packers are the better team. They have a better quarterback. We know that with Kirk Kirk Cousins versus Aaron Rodgers. We know the answer to that. But Green Bay did not play at its best last week against the Seattle. I know they posted the the shutout, and that was a, a nice effort by the defense. But offensively, and you got to say Aaron Rodgers, him being out the previous week against Kansas City due to his COVID suspension and all that was going on with that. And I try not to get political or with COVID and everything that's going on, but he let his team down with his antics. And I'll say this. It's okay if you're not vaccinated, your choice, your body, all of that stuff. But if you're not going to be vaccinated, you have to follow the protocols that are set forth for unvaccinated people. And Roger's not doing that. And that's why the league, NFL, complete joke with that. They find him, I think, $15,000, find, find the Packers, I think six figures, 300-something thousand dollars. Both of those are, that's like, that's a dollar to them as far as financially. They didn't suspend them for another game. They did not take away draft picks because the Packers knew that Rodgers was not vaccinated and completely let him operate the way that he was, let him go on the field, greeting people after the games like Kyler Murray of the, of the Arizona Cardinals after that contest without a mask on, very petty stuff. So just had to get that out there. But as far as on the field, yes, Rodgers being back with a full week of practice, even the greats like him need to practice and be on the same page with their their players or their teammates. But I, st- I still think that Minnesota brings a, a good defense. The Vikings play very well at home. Kirk Cousins is not on national television. It's the one o'clock game. 
I think the Vikings are right to get an upset win against the Packers. The Miami Dolphins are a three-point favorite at the New York Jets. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco. Enough said. Give me the Dolphins in that contest. The Eagles are a two-point favorite at home against New Orleans Saints. I'm going to take the Eagles. Very quietly, Jalen Hurts has put together the best stretch of his professional career for the Eagles. Now, the problem is, is that they go off to such a bad start. The Cowboys are the runaway best team in the NFC East. So no one is paying attention to the Eagles, but Hurts has played well over the past few weeks. Does that mean he's going to be their quarterback of the future? That's to be determined for another day. But for right now, he's playing very well. The Saints, you got to worry. No Jameis Winston. You have Trevor Simeon in there. Their offense is just not the same. No Michael Thomas. He hasn't been there really all year. That offense is not the same. Defense is still solid. But I'm going to take Philadelphia to win this contest by more than two points. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Washington football team. Yeah, good to see Cam Newton back. Uh, you know, he's, he's a polarizing figure. His antics are a little much for me, but he does bring a lot of personality to the game, and that's something that's needed in the NFL. I don't know if he's vaccinated or not, kind of my same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Now, with him, you know, him getting cut by the Patriots before the season even started, some were saying vaccinate, his, his lack of vaccination was a factor in that. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if he's vaccinated now and all this other stuff. But the point is, he's back in the NFL, back with Carolina. That seems about right. As far as this contest goes, I'm still taking the Washington football team to uh, win this contest. I'm surprised that they're such a big dog on the road. And I know that the Chase Young's out for the season with the ACL injury. That hurts the foot Washington football team a lot. You know, Taylor Haneke, you don't know he's too up and down, inconsistent at the quarterback spot. I know Cam's going to be back home, probably starting that contest. And there's going to be a lot of juice and energy with that. I still think Washington can win this contest. So I'm taking Washington plus the three and a half. San Francisco is a six and a half point favorite on the road against Jacksonville. I just think the 49ers are a better team than Jacksonville. I'm not trusting the Urban Meyer experiment, and that's what it is in Jacksonville. I think Trevor Lawrence will be at his peak with another head coach. I think the 49ers are just a better squad right now, and that's why I'm taking them, coming off of that nice win over the Rams last week, to go on the road and beat Jacksonville. This is a very interesting contest as well. I've been back and forth on it. The Cincinnati Bengals are one-point favorite at the Las Vegas Raiders. Two very good quarterbacks. Two teams that have kind of punched above their weight. You could say the Raiders are kind of wearing down right now. First, they had a John Gruden firing, dis uh, dismissal, resigning, the head coach dealing with all the emails and everything like that. You go back to our archives. I did a whole 20 minutes on it. I'm not going to go over that again. Uh, you know, Henry Ruggs, with this tragic tragic situation with the, the, uh, the vehicular accident that he, that he was involved in, that caused the, the death of the, a driver. So he is dealing with legal issues that can that go beyond the football field. But, you know, he was maybe their second best receiver besides uh, Darren Waller. So he's been out, you know, for the past few weeks. And that's a lot of emotional energy and actual on-field stuff to deal with. New head coach, offensive weapon not available. That's a lot to deal with. And the Raiders have kind of come back to earth a little bit over the past few weeks. I still think they find a way to get a home win over the Bengals, another team that started off so well, had that huge win a few weeks ago against the Ravens, but have come back to earth the past few weeks. 
dismantled by the Browns and just, just have not looked the same. Uh, so I'm going to still, I'm going to take the Raiders to win this contest because they're home. They play a little bit better there. And I'm going to take Derek Carr. He's a tick better than Joe Burrow right now. So I'm going to go with the Raiders in that contest. This is a very high level contest as well. Kansas City Chiefs, two and a half point favorite at home against Dallas. I don't know if the Chiefs are necessarily back. I mean, they looked really good Monday night football against the Raiders. But with Mahomes, five touchdown passes, I mean, that's just a tremendous effort. I think defensively, they're starting to get a little bit better. They're not going to be a shutdown defense. They're not, they weren't that during the peak two years ago uh, with Mahomes and, and everything like that. So the Chiefs defense is not going to be a lockdown defense like New England has been this season. But I'm going to take them to win this contest over Dallas. I think being Kansas City gives them an advantage. I think the Cowboys are a very good team. It's going to be a Super Bowl matchup. It definitely can be in the next – we see that in a few months. But I'm just going to take Mahomes at home against the, the Cowboys. A lot of talent on both sides of the ball. You could argue that the Cowboys' defense is better than the Chiefs' defense. I'll give you that. I still like the Chiefs' offense a little bit more than Dallas's. So I'm just going to take the, I'm going to take the Chiefs to pick win this game. Uh, Arizona is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Seattle. I don't know about the availability of Kyler Murray and uh, and Nuke Hopkins. Those are you know, two best players on the cards. But even then, we've seen them play okay with McCoy at quarterback. Seattle, I don't know what's going on there. Yes, I know they're going up to Seattle. Used to be a tough place to play. We've seen some teams go there and beat them up pretty recently. I'm going to take the Cardinals minus the two and a half, but Seattle wins would not be that surprising. But, I mean, no points against the, the Packers on the road. Russell Wilson, I think he rushed back from that, that uh, finger injury on his throwing hand. He did not look right at all you know, against Green Bay. So I'm going to take the Cardinals to get the road victory, and they're the favorite. I'm very intrigued by that line. I'm going to take the Cardinals to win that contest. The Los Angeles Chargers are a six-point favorite at home against the Steelers. Chargers, another team that uh, started off very well to begin the year have kind of had their ups and downs. Uh, but I think at home, I like Justin Herbert better than Ben Roethlisberger. Steelers going on the road. Defense, probably Steelers may have a slightly better defense than the Chargers do. But I think the Chargers ultimately at home have a better offense. And I'm just taking the Chargers to win that contest. And then finally, Tampa, 11-point favorite at home against the Giants. Tampa did not look good last week at, uh, at Washington. Tom Brady, multiple interceptions, which is very unusual for him. I think that the Bucs are going to right their ship, pun kind of intended because they're the Bucs and the ship. Uh, but I think that they're going to get their act right and beat the Giants pretty handily. Now, the Giants, we saw them a few weeks ago on Monday Night Football against Kansas City play hard in that contest, make it very close. So the 11, that 11 points is a large margin that you should be a little bit concerned about. But I think the Bucs are just a better team. and. Uh, Daniel Jones on the road, no Saquon Barkley still, or he may be back. As we're recording this, we don't know if he's going to be playing in this contest. Uh, but I just think that the Bucs are just a better team and better quarterback, better team at home. Even with 11 points, I'm going to roll with that. All right, and that concludes this edition of Gridiron Bullets, previewing this upcoming week in the NFL season. As always, you can go to the mothership, to sportsinquire.net for premier news and notes in the world of sports. You can also go to our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 
And finally, go to our audio and video hosts such as YouTube, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Follow those and you'll be able to keep track of everything that we have going on. Until next time, good fight, good night, and be safe.